from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast Practitioner Brief. It's January 16th, 2023. I hope you had a restful weekend. I did a lot of reading this weekend. <laughs> a lot going on. Uh, we've got some Circle CI news today, some LifeLog news, some Fortinet news, CISA and TikTok news as well, all taking place uh, on this morning's show. So we're going to get right into that. But before we do, CyberHubPodcast.com, you can find all the latest. Please make sure to go and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. The new season of CISO Talk is only two weeks away. That's right. In two simple weeks, I'll be bringing back after a year of hiatus, CISO Talk. I've got Patrick Benoit, uh, George Feeney, Ken Foster, so many awesome people. I've got some really cool content this year. So um, make sure you search for CISO Talk on your favorite podcast listening platform. Go there as well. And also, our Israel fly-in for April. If you're interested in being part of the content, please go to cyberhubpodcast.com. Click on the um, Israel flying right here on our roadshow, and uh, we'll give you all the details there as well. Good morning to Tom. Good morning to Corinne. Thanks, y'all, for being here. Let's get the show going. But before we do our traditional double espresso for this morning, coffee cup cheers. Let's make this a great Monday. So we'll kick off with Circle CI, who are now confirming that there was a hack on their uh, one of their employee laptops. The Circle CI has revealed over the weekend that a the data breach was the result of an, an information stealer malware being deployed on an engineer's laptop. The incident, which was initially disclosed on January 4th to kick off this year when Circle CI urged customers to begin the mind-boggling task of rotating their secret keys. In an updated incident report that they released on Friday, the company said it was initially alerted of suspicious activities on December 29th. And that on December 31st, it started rotating all the GitHub OAuth tokens on behalf of its customers. On January 2023, Circle CI learned that malware deployed on an engineer's laptop on December 16th was used to steal a two-factor backed SSO session, which allowed the attackers to access the company's internal systems. The investigation indicates that the malware was able to execute session cookie theft, enabling them to impersonate the targeted employee in a remote location, then escalate access to a subset of our production systems. The compromised employee account was used to generate production access tokens, which allowed the uh, attackers to access and exfiltrate data from a subset of databases and stores, including customer environment variables, tokens, and keys. The attacker circle CI said performed reconnaissance on December 19th and exfiltrated sensitive information on December 22nd, right around the holiday time. Though all of the data exfiltrated was encrypted at rest, the third party uh, extracted encryption keys from a running process, enabling them to potentially access the encrypted data, meaning the, the, the data was encrypted. They were obviously able to get the keys. Data has been decrypted. To contain the incident, the company shut down all access to the compromised employee accounts, shut down production access to nearly all employees, rotated all potentially exposed production hosts, revoked all project API tokens, revoked all personal API tokens created prior to January 5th, rotated all Bitbucket and GitHub OAuth tokens and started notifying customers of the incident. All in all, five customers have reported to have been impacted by this. 
Um, Datadog, one of the impacted Circle CI customers, announced late last week that it had identified an old RPM GNU privacy guard private signing key that was compromised in, in, in the incident along with its passphrase. Um, so there you have the news on Circle CI and just how critical this is. Norton LifeLock is warning of a password manager account compromise. So this started with LastPass. We're now seeing LifeLock, which are now saying that they've been compromised via a simple credential stuffing attack thanks to password reuse. <laughs> Ain't that the point of a password manager so that you don't reuse passwords? Norton LifeLock customers may have been fall, fallen victims to a credential stuffing attack that cyber uh, attackers used a third-party list of stolen username and password combinations to attempt to break into Norton accounts and possibly password managers, according to the company. Gen Digital, the owner of the LifeLock brand, is sending out data breach notification to customers, noting that it picked up an activity on December 12th when its IDS system flagged an unusual number of failed logins on Norton accounts after attending the investigation. They now know that this was going on since December 1st. They didn't say how many accounts were compromised, if any or if all, um, but they are saying that they're cautioning customers against this. They can't rule out unauthorized third-party access and also obtaining access to the password manager stores. Um, so uh, this is going to be very, very interesting. Um, the Norton incident uh, by you know a friend of the show, uh, Roger Grimes, said, uh, if I understand the reported facts, the irony is that the victimized users would have probably been protected if they had used their involved password manager to create strong passwords on their Norton logon page. Password managers create strong, perfectly random passwords that are essentially unguessable and uncrackable. The attack here seems to be that users self-created and used weak passwords to protect their Norton logon account that also protected their Norton password manager. Ain't that the truth? So another one for the books here. Uh, targeting identity is the key for these attackers. Fortinet is saying that a recently patched vulnerability has been exploited to hack governments. Fortinet reported last week uh, that a recently patched vulnerability tracked to CVE 2022-42475 has been exploited in a highly targeted attack aimed at government organizations. The security hole impacts the 40 OS SSL VPN and it can allow a remote unauthenticated attacker to execute arbitrary code or commands using a specially crafted request. The vulnerability's existence was disclosed on December 12th when Fortinet warned that it was aware of a wild, uh, in-the-wild exploitation. The company at the time announced patches and shared IOCs. In a blog post published this week, Fortinet Product Security Incident Response Team shared additional details, including on the malware sample delivered in the observed attacks, as well as related network traffic. The complexity of the exploit suggests an advanced actor and that it is highly targeted at governments or government-related targets, according to the firm. And again, cybersecurity companies are not, not part of an attack or not part of a kill chain. In fact, they're a critical part of the kill chain now. Threat actors know that, and they're actually going after the companies we trust to help us defend and prevent incidents from our environments. And that's really got to be very, very mindful as you're uh, picking vendors and partners going forward is asking them these questions. What are you doing? What's your patch management process like? What's your incident response plan like? You know, th these are very valid questions to be asking your security partners today.
CISA is warning of flaws affecting ICS systems from major manufacturers. The release from CISA over the weekend uh, talks about several ICS advisories from, crit from uh, critical security flaws affecting products from CU, in-hand networks, solder controls, and Siemens. The most severe of the flaws is related to the Siwoo uh, RTLS studio, which can be exploited by an attacker to obtain unauthorized access to the server, alter information, create a denial of service condition, gain escalated privileges, and execute arbitrary code. This includes CVE 2022-45444 with a CVSS score of 10, a case of hard-coded passwords for select users in the application database that potentially grants remote adversaries unrestricted access. Also notable are two command injection flaws, CVE 2022-479011 and 43483 with a CVSS score of 9.1 and an out-of-bounds write vulnerability, CVE 2022-41989, another CVSS score of 9.1 that could result in denial of service condition or code execution. The vulnerability impacts RTLS Studio version 2.0.0 up to and including version 2.6.2. Users are recommended to upgrade to 3.0.0 or later. The other alert from CISA highlighted a set of five security defects in in-hand networks in router 302 and in router 615, including a CVE 2023-22600, a CVSS score of 10.0 that could lead to command injection, information disclosure, and code execution, all firmware of in router 3.302 prior to IR302 version 3.5.56 and router 615 before in router 6xx-s version 2.3.0.R5542 are susceptible to these bugs. Um, so uh, if you're in ICS, um, a busy, busy weekend um, and a busy week ahead of you trying to patch and mitigate these. And finally, TikTok has been slapped with a $5.4 million fine over the cookie opt-out feature by the Irish the French Data Protection Authority has fined TikTok UK and TikTok Ireland. Sorry, it's the French who did this. Um, Five million pounds and equivalent to about $5.4 million for making it difficult for users of the platform to diffuse cookies and for not sufficiently informing them about the purpose. The design behavior was deemed a violation of Article 82 of France Data Protection Laws, a national regulation that conforms with the GDPR framework enforced throughout Europe. The $5 million fine was determined by the severity of the violation, including the number of impacted individuals, which include children, and the number of times uh, CNIL had to repeat its warning to TikTok on the need to adhere to France's data protection. By the way, 5 million pounds is nothing for TikTok. I think they make that in a few days. So no biggie. The French made 5 mil, uh, but TikTok will continue to find another way around it. The only way to stop TikTok is to ban them. Um, Folks, ban them. That's it for our show today. We'll be back with a whole lot more tomorrow. Again, cyberhoppodcast.com. Please make sure to subscribe. Thank you all for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. Back tomorrow. Till then, stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.